beat them if they number one, then now we number one according to rankings. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be right. We want to be out of the top 25 because we still hungry. We never get that welcome to part. We get the fire and ice. I need your son to re record this. I've been trying, man. He just <laughs> doesn't want to do it. <laughs> wow, you, you really went all in with the clapping crowd studio. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, the studio does what it wants to. We're in a new location and kind of off here. Yeah. Are you, uh, you feeling comfortable? I feel great. I feel yeah, great. Yeah. I just, I'm hoping that after this one minute and Eight second intro. People will stick with us. Yeah. Yeah. People are listening sure. to this. Just trust me, they'll stick with us. Um, hello. This is a giant screen, and we have a Christmas tree now. And uh, Kent's got a laptop, and it's a whole it's a whole new setup. And we're buying beers from Sheets. So, um, welcome, guys. Yeah, welcome, man. We're excited to have everybody here for the Fire and Ice Pack Pod. Yeah, back at the hooch, uh, but downstairs this time, and uh, got a giant monitor that we're watching these uh, <laughs> these displays of uh, sound clips and all the fun that we provide you every week. Uh, we cannot thank you enough for joining us. Uh, we are a podcast that mostly talks about NC State sports, and then the other 40% we don't, so... Uh, and I would say that we are what, Kent? We are the most entertaining, least informative NC State Wolfpack sports podcast out there. Yeah, we're never going to give you any insight that you didn't have from uh, probably not even watching NC State. <laughs> but we, we aim to entertain you, and uh, we, we just have fun every weekend. And I can't, I can't wait for tonight, and I'm so excited that whoever's listening has is, is joined us. So, uh, Kent, we do have social media that we – uh, are slowly crawling up our Twitter follows. Yeah, we're at Fire Ice Pack Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, give us a follow on both. Check out our Instagram post for the night so you can see our lavish new studio for the evening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that this is a permanent setup, but uh, it's uh, it's something. I can tell you that uh, we're up to four eight. 418 followers, not to brag to any of the other podcasts that I have. I think about, it's really that impressive. Well, so any other podcast says, you know, five to ten times more than we have. But, uh, you know, I've cut back some of the – I don't know if you saw this text. We didn't talk about this one-on-one, but I cut back a lot of the – you start to see a ratio of people are like, hey, you've got this many followers, but, wow, you're also following the exact same amount of people. I cut that back. I had a lot of uh, – I trimmed a lot of fat during this uh, holiday weekend, so I'm happy to see our ratio has remained the same. And uh, hopefully me saying that doesn't make it go down as Kent <laughs> Chugs is a corona. Um, but, uh, yeah, please throw us a follow. Um, also, um, iTunes is very important to us as far as the podcast app. Leave us a five-star review if you like us. If you don't, I get it. Uh, well, just don't leave a review. Yeah. But uh, if, if you do, that five-star always helps us out. Uh, we're starting to creep into the charts that, you know, if you like NC State sports, you are you may also like this podcast, but you have to scroll through like 20 more at the end <laughs> to get there. But we are on that list now, and we're moving on up. Uh, this, is a, this is a slow process, so uh, I, I greatly appreciate you joining us again. Uh, Kent, can we get to everyone's favorite segment? Absolutely. What we drinking? What we drinking? Well, we got to start with you because you've got something that's really unprecedented. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's a double. <laughs> it's a double, double fisting. I'll, yeah. Well, well, maybe double fisting. Um, you know, we played a football game against uh, a team from up in. Uh, Syracuse, New York. The orange. The orange. So I have uh, two different orange drinks. Uh, one uh, is kind of tied to our episode title, which Kent came up with, uh, Spiked OJ. And when you Ooh. spike OJ, there's really only one, two things that you can spike OJ with. Can you tell me which those two things are? 
I would say vodka and champagne. Yep. Some would say a tequila, but tequila sunrises are trash. Um, yeah, I've got a vodka and orange juice. In What's a, the significance of spiked orange? Uh, because we had a football team that, for some reason, spiked a football game and lost it. I don't know. If, Spike the football in the fourth down play? Yeah, you got to think that wasn't the move. Yeah, he, they never would have got – I mean, it was going to be a penalty. It was going to be at least a false start. It was going to be at least a false start. Uh, we'll get into that. Just a little sneak <laughs> sorry, preview. Sorry. Just a little sneak preview. And then what kind of beer you got? Uh, and this is actually uh, the same one from last week because – So we don't have to hear much about that. Yeah, it's a blood orange IPA. So there's – guys, there's just two oranges. You know, it's, it's so funny. But um, hilarious, actually. Uh, Kenny, what you got? Because it looks like you I, Sheets has a brewery now, the yes. uh, famous gas station that everyone loves to order. I'm actually really excited about this from. I, I went in the Sheets looking for something like a uh, truly orange or something like that. But sure, I uh, found this. It's called Project Happy Ho- Holidays. Holidays, yes, and it's brewed with Sheets donut holes. All right, so. I, can I have a sip? Can we? Or is it is it legal COVID wise for me to sip that? I can give you a. Uh, I can give you a whole one. You've got two. I bought a four pack. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna grab a glass. I'm pausing that because I did not know that was the case. Two seconds, and we're back. Um, he has so graciously poured me. Does it taste like a? I'm tasting it with you. Oh yeah, you get the frosting. That's crazy. That's that's amazing. Can you just bring the rest of those out and let's just pound those? <laughs> so it's actually it? brewed from Wicked Weed. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. They so have I guess they have like a partnership yeah. with Sheets. That's delicious. And it's actually it's, it's really fantastic. That's one that you want to like, wake up. It's uh, called a Sheets Donut Ale. <laughs> donut Ale. That's a that's one for a uh, a noon kickoff beer and just go ahead and get your donut in yeah, in the morning. Man. I wonder what the calorie With count is like. Bojangles. Yeah, there's the same. I taste a lot of sugar. Shouts or, to the day ones that got the Bojangles reference. Yeah, well, that's that's a that's a true throwback. So, can Man, we get into so a little bit of a rewind? All right, so we're jumping back into Syracuse talk. I want to bring back a segment that we haven't done in a while. And I feel really bad because we devoted a segment to the show every week to Devin Leary, and I feel like it's time that we give Hawkman the same respect. So this Put week, some respect on Bailey's name. So this week, Hawkman's going to get I don't know why my voice went country right there. Yeah, that was really good. So we're going to go back to the, the Leary song, but this week it's going to be a Hawkman song. So. so this is a quick segment that'll take, a, you know, no more than two minutes of your time. Um, describing your emotions via song. No one else is doing this. About the current quarterback situation. It doesn't have to pertain to Bailey, but it does now because he's our quarterback. Kent, I'll let you start. It's just a tip of what I will. I can only guess what I'll be like when I'm completely gone. I'm not saying I'm in love. I'd admit it if I was. I'm just saying I believe you're beginning. <laughs> You're beginning to get to me, Clay Walker. Is that the first time you've ever heard that? That is the 100% <laughs> the first time. And you know what, Kent? That's the last time I'll ever heard it as well. <laughs> I'll ever hear it. Clay me. Walker's, man, that, that dude had some hits in the 90s, man. Yeah, he sounds like, I, I don't know. I kind of I, I lean more towards that old style country than I do the new stuff anyway. So maybe, maybe I'll check it his, out. Clay Walker's Greatest Hits is one of the top albums of my childhood. Okay. Um, good stuff, man. Mine, I, I kind of did for you, and it's kind of it, it's it's not a weird thing that I did for you. I do things for you all the time, but um, this is my impression of a Kent Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, watching an NC State football game and the stress that they absolute absolutely cause us. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I mean, if you're not putting a bottle of Merlot back while having to deal with being down at 
Syracuse that they have, and what are you really doing? I'm, I'm per, I prefer more of a Cabernet. Oh, you're more of a Cab 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 guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's our uh, Carl, that's uh, a segment. Malbec. Okay. Yeah. No one's drinking Malbec. Um. So yeah, this was an interesting game coming into it. I think you and I had a lot of confidence, and I don't remember our score predictions because no one can go and look those up again. But um, I think before the game, I, you know, knowing we were having Tanner Engel back and uh, all of a sudden having a QB change at the start of the game had us, uh, you know, I was even more confident. We, we kind of knew we were having Engel, but uh, them kind of – We also knew that they were going to play – I mean, there was, there was a little bit of speculation about who they were going to play at quarterback, but – a lot of the Syracuse fans when we were on the forums last week kind of thought yeah. Rex was going to start yeah, they because did. he had the experience. I thought he played pretty well. I think he did too. With you. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that what that says about us. Um, but I, right. I mean, honestly, if we're <clears throat> before we even get into the game, I think we put up two shitty performances uh, two weeks in a row. To be honest with you, there's no reason, and a lot of a lot of it was like self-inflicted wounds again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we but, talked a lot about this last week with. With penalties. The penalties. Yeah. yeah. This, this week one, it was a little bit different. A little, a little different. This week it was more – I mean, penalties are mistakes, but these are actual football mistakes. Huge, not uh, huge Not mistakes. things that the, the referees actually penalize you for. Yeah. Um, so, and I think we can go into a lot of these. And, you know, at, in the end of the day, we're going to applaud a win, not boo a win. But, um, you know – Big things is, you know, at the start of the game, uh, penalty killing a fourth down stop for them. Uh, Ricky Persons, 66-yard TD. He <laughs> did the uh, classic Brian Underwood move where he well, just toe-taps a little bit. Oh, Brian Underwood didn't actually toe-tap, but the – so Well, Clemson fans would tell you they would. So this is, a good, this is a good segment because what I think happened in our game versus – Syracuse is what should have happened in the game versus Clemson a few years back, uh-huh. and where the referees let the play go, mm-hmm. reviewed it, mm-hmm. saw that he stepped out of bounds. Whereas in the Brian Underwood game versus Clemson, if you remember, they blew the play dead, even though he didn't step out of bounds and didn't and, review it, and didn't they couldn't review it because they well, blew they couldn't the play because, dead. yeah because yeah. the whistle was blown yeah, um, but yeah uh, that was uh, there there was a lot of bad things that uh we i don't know this is a game that we should have won but we we did win and um you know we got first half was just ugly so ugly bam finally got his eighth td of the season which is super impressive after more penalties from syracuse who did who pulled in us actually this week with penalties we we kind of kept it to help us out with a couple drives for sure absolutely but uh right after that can't feels like something happened that was Pretty disappointing. Yeah, that kickoff return for a touchdown. Like, yeah, I mean, 98 yards, not a big deal. That kid is, uh, that kid, Pena, or Pena? Yeah, he almost broke another one later on, didn't he? He did. Uh, he's fast. Yeah, he was good. I, I still I, don't I understand did, why we don't kick the ball out of the end zone. Like, I did want to highlight his major, which I didn't know was an actual major at a I college. I missed this. Tell me. Uh, he's a music, film, and TV major. Why didn't we have this at State? <laughs> You and I would have gotten straight A's. That would have been. That's really all we do. Yeah, that would have been. That would have been pretty dope. But yeah, that thought that was an interesting major. Um, yeah. And was so after they kicked the uh, do the, the the kick six there. Is there a is that the next drive where Bailey goes in and dives at the pylon? Yeah, so he goes um, full Lamar Jackson. That's the only one I can compare it to, or you know. Maybe even Michael Vick. I mean, Bailey's got Lefty, those legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then that was the one. So when this happened, I, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm still dumbfounded by the fact that it was actually overturned. Watching a lot of football, and we do that because we like sports. You know, right? A little fist bump, <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know that I, I've seen a lot of this in my lifetime, and we may get some Twitter ads that are like, oh, do you don't remember when this happened in the past six years in college football? But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he – that bootleg for a TD was – It was a nice – I mean, it was a hell of a run. It was beautiful. Yeah. But I, I think the overturning of that touchdown was bullshit. 
Yeah, I just don't see how – like, I get the fact that the ball was coming out as he was crossing the yeah, same. thing. But, like, the ball – it's hard for me to believe without seeing, you know, kind of the, the line that the ball actually crossed the end zone and then went out of bounds. Like, I would have – realistically, I would have thought that maybe we should get the ball at the half-yard line to a yard line. It's hard for me to believe that there was indisputable evidence that the ball went out of the end zone for a touchback. It's really – but, I mean, I'm, I'm not a referee, so I don't know. We're not. I mean, <clears throat> we did not, see. we're also not Mr. Magoo. So That's true. If you're Mr. True, Magoo, true, true. you'd be a referee. But that, yeah. I mean, in the end, didn't change the outcome of the game. So, we're not going to sit here and cry about that. But it was very head-scratching and – yeah. One of the most head-scratching overturns of a, of a touchdown I've seen for at least a state team who we have a podcast about for a long, long time that I can remember. Um, after that, um, not much of a response from Syracuse, but then uh, Bailey may be getting shit for this. It's definitely not his fault, but C.J. Raleigh gets just absolutely lit up in the back. He did, uh, yeah. He is very, That was his one and only snap, I think, of the game. Too. Yeah. He uh, he is very uh, – big hits just kind of magnetized to him. And uh, I, uh, I I worried for his safety after that hit. He yeah, got, that he got hit. popped. He yeah. got popped for sure. And I can understand I would have dropped that ball. A, yeah. I wouldn't have called that ball. That but. was for the, uh, the INT. And at that point, um, I think Syracuse – doesn't do much other than just kick a field goal. Yeah, kick a field goal. That was a big. It was actually a big goal on stand. They they got it all the way to I believe the one ish. Yeah, uh, one of those that it's we like within the five, I believe. But, sure, I mean, I mean it's, it's the one to me. But, but if but, you're if you're thinking about it, you got the you got the Bailey no touchdown, which is sure. seven points. You've got the pick in the red zone, so mm-hmm. that's another three points. Mm-hmm. Then you got the kick return touchdown. You're giving them 17 points right there. Yeah. In a in a in a game that, like ultimately, what I you know I think happened so that state wasn't able to just blow them out because state was a far superior team in um, in most facets of the game on Saturday is they gave those they gave those 17 points away and they gave Syracuse that confidence that they can you know that they can hang after yeah. I mean Syracuse got embarrassed the week before yeah so of course it, it was it was interesting to see and it, the other thing like. You know, kind of watching how we played against Syracuse's defense. Have we never practiced versus the three-three-five? I mean, you would think. Wait, all right. So let's think about our defensive scheme. Can Can you remind you? Oh, we run a three-three-five. Three-three-five for two years too. Oh yeah, three-three-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The light bulb just clicked because there's a light bulb sound. I should have played it, but um, yeah, very disappointing on that. Um, also. That kind of rolls into as we always kind of no one probably cares, but our text thread is me just going absolute rants while we're watching the game. I did watch the game, by the way, that we didn't do our our weekly. Oh yeah, segment, yeah, yeah. Our weekly right. segment. We can get into that in a second. Though. But um, of just absolutely, and I, and I won't complain about Bailey the rest of the time. Well, we got other one than one point, but um, of just him holding onto the ball. For entirely too long. Now he was getting absolutely pressured, and I yeah. completely understand that. But there's three or four plays that he should have thrown the ball away that he did not do it and took sacks. I mean, I know he. Um, I think we took a total of five sacks. Is that correct? I don't remember. Nobody can look it up, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, ultimately he finished the second half. Six, uh, as, yeah, four sacks. I'm sorry, and six tackles for loss. So yeah, that's not very good. Um, he did have the he did leave that big drive to take the lead in the second with that I mean perfect throw and catch to Thayer I think it was Thayer's first touchdown at that point. Um, but then you also have the the what the hell safety. Wait, was the wait? Was, I think before that though was that absolute bomb that Cole Pepper threw? He looked like Dante, uh, not Rex. Am I right? <laughs> oh, this bump. Uh, sorry, that was dumb, corny. Uh, but yeah, through that absolute bomb where there's no one, no safety and coverage back there to cover him, um, that also just broke my heart. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> the safety, the safety, the safety uh, again did not lose us this football game. But I cannot get over 
I don't think I've ever seen someone throw the ball out of the back of the end zone. So, Kent, do you have like a song to commemorate that? I feel like you got your I do. I have hand. a second Hawkman song. Second. This is all about that safety. Yeah, but my Bluetooth's not um, connected, so give me just a second. I mean, the only thing, I, the only person I've ever seen do that is a punter. Yeah, I can see a punter doing that. Throwing it out of the end zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they take the safety. You got to think your starting quarterback shouldn't do that, though. Or something like that. But, sure. Um, yeah, that was just odd. That was just really odd. While you're waiting for your Bluetooth to set up, um, I will say you and I you and I are uh, some of the most superstitious fans 100%. that absolutely exist. And um, we I was up in my office. Uh Kent, where you were in the garage or uh, I started the game um, in my living room. Okay, you were in the living room. So we both switched locations and we both texted each other pretty much <laughs> At the exact same time that we were switching locations. Yeah. And so I came downstairs to the TV that you guys see on Instagram, at Fire Eyes Pack Pie, and uh, Kent switched up his location. And, yeah, I had a deep you know, garage. Which here's is, the thing. Well, here's the thing. We made the Wolfpack win. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very much, it's very similar to the song that I have for my second Hawkman song. So I'm ready for it now. Can you tell me who sings that song? It's Chumbawamba, dude. Come on, I grew up in the '90s. Uh, that's what it, I mean. Honestly, that's like his last two years. Really, really, maybe not his last two years. Maybe the second half of this year. Yeah, second half of this year. Um, yeah, that's a great. It's not a great song, but it's it's uh, it's one of the best one-hit wonders, at least, of all time. Yeah. But uh, probably not on your Spotify 2020 list. It was not on my Spotify. For, for later. But um, other than that, um, I think the I was I was stressing about them. This is every game for me, and we're going long on this Syracuse game. But um, I will constantly, Kent can attest to this, is question why we are not getting – a absolute stud in Devin Carter involved in the offense every single week and finally started finding him in the second half. Yeah. And my, my question is always carry. Where's carry? But yeah, I mean, they did, he he had a big third quarter. Um, They, they finally remembered that he was a baller uh, Carter that is. And he got that deep ball um, down the right hash. And then he also, uh, I think he caught a ball like two or three plays later too. So they finally remembered he was there. I think that ends up leading to Thayer for another touchdown. Um, and then, you know, later on in another drive, the throw and catch to a Mezzi was just insane. Yeah. I mean, it's but like I, the, I feel like we'd be remiss not to highlight the fact that Thayer Thomas cannot win the ACC Offensive Player of the Week with three touchdowns. 100, 100 plus yards, three touchdowns, 10 catches. Who fucking won it? Some dude from Clemson. The dude from Clemson had um, – he did have a – I mean, he had a big game. He had 160 yards and one score. But if, if you're ever going to give somebody a, a co-player of the week, first of all, you have that option. You did it for another position. Here's what I think about whoever votes – yeah, it was ridiculous. And I mean, the big thing that I know we had kids in here. Yeah, our friend uh, at We Hungry Eat pointed out is the fact that touchdowns are worth more than yards. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Yeah. So even right. at so oh, wait, even wait, wait, as wait. A so when you look player, at the score of a football game, even at, yeah, oh, good point. Eh, like if you look, I don't know if I'd compare it to fantasy because you can have two hundred yards and no touchdowns and yeah, but. That's still not going to beat 100 yards and three touchdowns in fantasy. It's 20 points versus – Andrew, <laughs> thank you for pointing out. Yeah, it's uh, it, it can't be yardage-based. The, the dude got us in the end zone three times. Yeah, I'd like to see how many of those uh, other catches were third-down conversions as well. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was a huge black eye, and, you know, it always will be with us. But uh, – I, I actually won't say that because we've actually won quite a lot of awards yeah. this year. But uh, him not winning uh, for two straight good weeks yeah. or 
two or three straight good weeks is uh, pretty much a crime. But I think um, the towards the end of the second half, we had that opportunity to go ahead and, you know, put the nail in the coffin, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> twist um, the knife. Couldn't do it. Yeah, and twist yeah. the knife as well. And all of a sudden, they've got the ball back. And Kent, is your blood pressure higher than mine or lower than mine? It's pretty high. Yeah. Mine's high yeah. as, like, normally. Yeah. It's pretty high. And, uh, yeah, the beers were going down pretty fast at that point. Okay, so you weren't on the wine that day? <laughs> no, nah, I was drinking uh, – I was drinking beer. I was out in the garage, so the beer fridge is out there. So, sure, sure. I know where that um, one's at. I, I know it's pretty sweet. Very well. Um, so yeah, I was I, I I was nervous. I was standing up, wasn't sitting down. I think you and I were both standing up. Yeah. Um, but somehow, we have uh, just one of the the wildest things I've ever seen is the dude spiking the ball on fourth down with one second left. It's just like what? Wow. To be fair to the guy, the wide receiver was slow getting back to the line. I think it probably would have been a false start. And I think that was uh, <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest thing that I was uh, putting our group chat and on the podcast is that how slow everyone, the the <laughs> dude on the uh, far side of the field and um, looked like the slot receiver were just like they were almost walking back to the line of scrimmage and yeah. no one was hurt. Like I. I mean, the coaches were probably hurrying them, but I, I didn't see that happening. But um, they deserve that. Like, it, you are not going to – even if they had gotten back, they, like you said, there's going to be a penalty. It's either a false start false likely. start, or yeah. delay a game, which – They wouldn't have gotten a delay a game. It would have just been a false start or, like, a legal procedure or whatever they call it. Oh, yeah, yeah, legal yeah. procedure. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, fourth down, we uh, get the blessing of – Sexy Rexy just uh, spiking the ball and literally ending the game and Double D just running out on the field. And we're 7-3. and three. Who would have dunk it? Uh, this guy. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, this, I'm going to eat crow on that. This guy said we were 7-3 at this point. You did, you did. I, uh, I'll i eat crow on that. The only games that I've missed is I won't point. eat crow on you losing on fantasy football, but uh, we were not even going to talk about that because nobody cared. Yeah, I, did, but, I have missed two games, but that's okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Tight, yeah. tight. But, um. Made them up. Other than that, we actually, other than starting 7-3 and three and we'll talk about going 8-3 and three a little later. We started a new season of another sport in the women's and the men's. Yeah. Because women's bigger than football. Okay. Hang on. Come on, snap. Yeah, that snap looks pretty legit. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, men's basketball, women's basketball. We're going to start with women's because that's the one that matters. Um we got a big matchup against the Gamecocks. The cockies. Is that tomorrow? The Cockies. Uh, yeah, that is tomorrow evening. We, I will 100% be watching that. Yeah, number uh, eight at number one. Eight at number one. That was going to be in our uh, catch-up segment, which we'll get into. But, but yeah, um, they started out booming loud uh, in Reynolds. They're, they have – a starting five that I think any of them can go on for twenty plus points. I would agree. Any of those yeah. five. So and start out two and zero, oh, I believe we're mm-hmm. two and zero oh or something in the stream. Something like that. Yeah, yeah no yeah. one can look that up. But um, we'll get into that more next week in our women's basketball episode. Actually, <clears throat> but what I want to talk about is this men's team starting out two and zero. Oh. Now look. Were we favored in these two games, Kent? Yes. Yes, and, and by a lot. But do you see any trends early? And we're not going to get into we're not getting into specific games. And we, we won both by a, a very considerable margin. What are your big takebacks so far? This is a team that we've got some great returning starters that you know could start could not start all season with Brax, DJ, Manny. Uh, Devin Daniels, DD, Thomas Allen, Thomas Allen, which has never played a game for state, but um, but still, sure. 
But what are your big takeaways? And you and I can get into our big takeaways. And from a very, very early start to this season, um, I'll start with you, and we can we can we'll go back and forth. I know we were playing um, trash teams, but I, I felt like the turnover creation was just phenomenal. Fifty-one turnovers through two games. I think they. You looked that up. Yeah, turned Charleston Southern over thirty-two or thirty-three times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Thirty-one turnover, thirty-two, thirty-plus turnover. They had eighteen in the first half. Yeah, that's a Keats. That's this is what we were promised when Keats came from UNCW. So we got can, Keats finally in his fourth year. So I mean, this is literally this his is team. his class. Yeah, yeah. I'd com- I can't agree more. Um, what about you, Will? I mean, what was something that stood out to you right off the bat? Well, you know, I had called for my snack of the year to be Sabron James. Is that what? What? Are, what? Are, what's the comfort level of of that? You know, my comfort, I actually thought he looked pretty good. My confidence level is still high. I don't know that he's my snack right now, but um, had a couple sweet dunks in the first game. Drop, you know, eight, three, and three in the second. I think he's. I think it's gonna be a thing where he's gonna get more and more burned. But I just wanted to drop that snack check. But more than anything, I um, I'm impressed with Cam Hayes. I Cam think, Hayes. I is think they. I, I think it's a, a thing you could say. Oh, as advertised, but to see that advertisement actually play out. Oh, you see the advertisement for that movie, and it's like, oh, and it's actually disappoints you. No, the movie was actually really tight. If Cam Hayes is a movie. But um, he's been super, super impressive. I would agree. Super athletic. Looks to make plays. I mean, these are all cliche things that I'm saying, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with the hustle. Like, he, he looks like he is the point guard of the future. Yeah, I was thinking that he was going to hurt Braxton's playing time, but I no longer believe that. I think a healthy Braxton looks absolutely key, and I think Braxton and Cam Hayes together uh, is a pretty good combo. Uh, I think he's going to take Thomas Allen's minutes, to be quite honest. I with. think he will, too. I think – and I had a big expectation of, I did too. of Thomas Allen. I thought Thomas Allen's going to come in and be like your uh, – almost like a Ralston Turner-esque where he's going um, to be your, be your little transfer guy that yep. you're not expecting a whole lot out of mm-hmm. but, but was a real valuable part of the team. Um, but healthy Braxton is uh, pretty much on fire right now. So I'm glad to see him healthy. Yeah, I trust I trust his shot, and I I like. Here's the thing: is that you and I talked about this a lot last year. Is that we pumped and and we kind of shitted on the fact that Keats was just this Brax lover. That oh, his shot's not falling, but oh, you know what? It'll eventually fall. Well, he's you know two of nine. And yeah, but he couldn't even sit down on the bench last year. He couldn't, but. <laughs> I would rather have someone that couldn't that I'd rather someone that can sit down on the bench to actually be the one playing. Yeah, Yeah, to actually be the one playing. Um, But yeah, so you can actually get healthy and and make shots. There it is. Yeah, Um, but yeah, when he's in there now, he he looks a hundred percent, and it it excites me the fact that like we get him the the real Braxton back that we missed, and he's also I think he's going back to the beard, which I didn't like when he shaved it. I think he. Did it as a bit to Kevin Keats, and uh, so I'm glad he's back to that. But the other, only other thing I was going to talk about on, on my side is, and I'll get you into the game that got canceled, but uh, Jericho, I, you know, he's always been the most polarizing player to me, at least. I think you may I'm have different. Of a, I, I don't know why you would be uh, polarized from Jericho. Because he's... I always thought Devin was your guy because it's like, damn it, Devin. I know Devin. Damn it, Devin. But Jericho's always been the one that... A huge game versus uh, Charleston Southern. Absolutely blew it out. He, he needed a rest on the second game. I get that. But, <laughs> that's um, not exactly what happened. But, <laughs> yeah, but Jericho's always been the one that's like, man, he's got so... I can see so much talent. And we put him in there and, some, and for... Five minutes, he'll look like he doesn't know what he's doing, but then all of a sudden he'll have a stretch where he's like, "Man, you you are the top tier talent on this team," and he looked lost in the first game, but in the second game he goes and 
Yeah, dominates. Yeah, he's he was the best player on the court. Yeah. Well, I mean, even before, like I, I want to say, I guess he's a, he's a sophomore, right? Yeah. No, he's a junior. I can't remember. No one can look that up. Don't worry about it. But uh, he had that stretch in December, I think, last year, and then got hurt against mm-hmm. Wake Forest. He did. Where in that stretch in December, he showed dominated. He could yeah. Be no, no, no. The, I remember that the main guy. Um, so it was good to see him kind of get back in there and be able to do that. I mean, I think. The other big news is that Manny Bates and DJ, they still like to foul. Oh. Yeah. Like, is that yeah. news? <laughs> the, the, it's news for this year, I guess. Well, yeah, it's new. It's no, new but I, I, yeah. I agree. It's uh, it, was a, it was a big problem in the first game. A little better in the second game. But, um, but I think yeah. Manny was out before the first uh, the first official timeout in, in the first game. Of yeah, season. he got two, quick, two quickies. Um, but yeah, let let's hope that cleans up when he gets into ACC season, if we even have a season. Who yeah, knows? I'm actually encouraged. I thought they looked really sharp. To, to I do too. And then we have a game that got canceled, didn't it? We did. We we canceled Bill and Mary, but we've added UMass Lowell. Lowell. Lowell? Louisville. Yeah, we play them tomorrow at like afternoon. Four, I think it's four thirty. Four thirty. Prior to our matchup with UConn on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday is shaping out to be a pretty fun day with the UConn game followed by Georgia Tech on Saturday night. So, Sweet. So let's get to a little different segment. Real tomato ketchup? Oh, nothing but the best. Well, we're back here in the ketchup factory. <laughs> I was waiting for Kitten to stop looking at his phone. <laughs> Isn't that common? Yeah, I mean, it's every fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, this is the catch-up segment where we talk about a little bit of uh, non-NC State slash maybe in some NC State stuff, but mostly not. Uh, tell me about your – any highlights from your Thanksgiving? My turkey was fantastic. Fantastic? Yeah, I don't know. The, actually, I, I smoked a pork loin and a turkey, and the pork loin probably had it. Had its number, but both of them are really good. Yeah, I, if you're holding a gun in my head, I'm going to go pork loin. If you're yeah. if you're choosing those two, I mean, the turkey was was really good, but the the smoked pork uh, pork loin was all out of this world. Very nice, very nice. So that was your highlights. Uh, yeah, very good. So uh, food, I, I my life revolves around food. So yeah. Yeah, you've never said that on the podcast before. Want to yeah. tell me more about that? I mean, I I cook every night most of the time. And uh, I really enjoy it, and it's great, and I love to eat. So it's pretty it's much tight, it. man. I love you. Uh, <laughs> mine was uh, mine was cool too. We had uh, we had a little bit of a squad over here, and had all the classics. And uh, you know, when you have family over, all of a sudden uh, you got your niece and nephew over here, and you have to entertain them, and uh, it becomes <laughs> an ordeal where. Uh, they uh, are old enough to just roast you about things. So I got roasted about my beard, roasted about my haircut, roasted about uh, what I was wearing. So, yeah, you know. That's and, pretty cool. An 11 and 13-year-old will just, you know, just kind of make you uh, feel marginalized in your life. But I can imagine. It was awesome. It was awesome. Very, very fun. Yeah, did y'all um, – well, I guess the, there wasn't a lot of good games on Thursday. The, yeah, the game. Both the, the NFL games were kind of trash. Yeah, the games were trash. Nothing to talk about there, but it was, it was a good day. I felt like absolute garbage the next day because of the food and, and drink that were Yeah, involved. did you catch the uh, Notre Dame-UNC game on Friday, Black Friday? I did. I watched a, a, a fair amount of that while I was working. Um, was pretty happy with the result. Yeah, I, I think so. I was I was cool with it too. Um, I actually couldn't believe the second half. Like I would never have pegged Notre Dame's defense is great. I understand that, but they I just don't. Shut them down. Yeah, I just don't know how uh, Sam Ellinger, <laughs> such a such an idiot. What if uh, uh, Holton Ayler? Holton Ellinger. Holton Howe? <laughs> yeah, Holton Howe. What if uh, that's if you're day one, you really know that joke, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, though, I was surprised that they – I was, too, especially after the first quarter. Down. Yeah. I thought that that was going to be a complete, like – Yeah, it was an absolute shit show. Yeah. 14-14, I think, at, after the end of the first quarter, I was like, man, they're going to score 100 points. Yeah, and speaking of that, Notre Dame, they are uh, already 
escorted to the title game. Yeah. Welcome to your first year in the ACC. Your why wouldn't year. Why wouldn't Notre Dame be in yeah. here? Only Swafford year. was just like trying to kiss her ass to say, "Hey, we'll just figure out a way to get you in the ACC title." We'll get next you, year. Yeah, yeah. We're we'll put good. you in the coastal. We'll put you in the coastal, and you know, put you on as long as we get that NPC network money, um, we're good. But yeah, they're uh, waiting their opponent. It'll uh, spoiler alert be Clemson, but. Yeah, I would imagine so. I think Clemson just has to beat Virginia Tech this week. Yeah, they, they will. Yeah, I would imagine. That's huge spoiler alert yeah. there as well. Um, my one thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I tried to skip it if this is where you're going. Um, it's not. Huh. <clears throat> is the biggest thing that's been on Twitter and Instagram the past two days is everyone sharing their uh, yeah. Spotify 2020. So, <laughs> this is – if you have Spotify or the internet, you already know what we're talking about. But it's everyone's uh, top songs, top artists. Um, and we wanted to share ours and probably roast each other because mine is really, really embarrassing. And uh, I'm guessing Kent's is shit too. So. Mine's terrible. Yeah, mine is – mine's bad. Mine's really bad. So um, <laughs> let's do this. Let me do your number – what is your number one top song of 2020? And you can you can play a quick clip of it if you need to. Well, it's Passion Fruit. Shouldn't that be the, the top song of 2018? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Passion Fruit uh, by Rockabye <laughs> Baby. Oh, I thought it was Drake. Drake? Uh, no, it's a little bit different than Drake. So, Rockabye Baby does uh, – Lullaby, they, they take uh, artist songs. and A lot of people are going to know what you're talking about. I don't. But. Um, so, actually, my top five songs are uh, from Rockabye Baby. It's Passion Fruit, Best I Ever Had, Hotline Bling, In My Feelings, and Started From the Bottom. <laughs> it's like that's how three of my, those five for Drake. That's how I put my children to sleep. Um, is Well, they're a little bit older than that, but when they were still in the lullabies, that's how I put them to sleep. So. I mean, it's really cool stuff, though. Can you not hear that passion fruit? You want to hear passion fruit? Yeah, from the Kids Bop. It's not Kids Bop. It's not Kids Bop. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Lullaby versions of songs. So, yeah, that's my number one. I listened to... So, it said that I had listened to this artist for 3,000 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um... That's not number one for you. That's number one. No way. Randy T, baby. The last thing I would have ever thought would be the number one. Yeah, I uh, I didn't think it would be my number one either. But uh, it's Forever and Ever Amen from um, that dude who don't look up his mugshot, Randy Travis. Um Forever and ever, amen. So, was Randy Travis your top artist? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Well, Rock Maybe is my top artist. Okay. Who um, are your top three artists? Man, <laughs> well, this. Let me let me throw out a disclaimer. Is I uh, my top two of my top three artists are uh, because I'm putting on this music to kind of clean house slash get on road trips and not. Uh, I have to worry wait. about arguing about uh, changing songs or playlists. Taylor Swift. No. My top three, man. Uh, number one, John Mayer. N- number two, Kanye West. All right. And number three, Jack Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that's just trash. I'm probably going to get flamed for that, but that's fine. It's, uh, it's all music that you can just play the artist and never have to change the song because it's literally all the same song. Not Kanye, but John Mayer and Jack Johnson. <laughs> just put on a John Mayer-Jack Johnson playlist, and it's all the same song. You don't have to worry about even touching it for the rest of the road trip, which I um, take a lot of. So Outside of Rockabye Baby, my top three artists were not that bad. Go ahead. In my opinion. Anyway, no, go ahead. I had Luke Combs, number two, Morgan Wallen, number three. I, I don't hate that. I will say that my uh, – <laughs> My number uh, six song that I played this year was September for Earth, from Earth, Wind, and Fire. 
Yeah, outside of my... I'm not sure why I played that that's song. That's kind of random. <laughs> I, I had a lot of really weird top songs. I had uh, Pat a Cake, uh, Roar Like a Dinosaur. They're not up. weird. They're all kids songs. <laughs> the Get Up by Blanco Brown. <laughs> I mean, it was just like... And then it goes into like actual music. And then I finally... I'll get one like Dinosaur Roar that comes out. It really skewed a lot of my, my stats as all these children's things. So... It was fun. Though. I'm glad that they put that out every year. It's yeah, me too. That's thing. always. One I just of the need most to get Holly things. another uh, account. So a different account. Yeah, not on mine. That yep. We can yeah, yeah. yeah no, trust me, I I can't identify with that more. <laughs> but um, other than that, we've got a football game coming up on this Saturday, Kenny. You yeah. just spoke of it a little earlier. Uh, who are we playing? It, I'm, we're playing Georgia Tech. I'm pretty bummed that my brother got tickets. To be quite honest with you, it's kind of trash that. He didn't try to get us a guest ticket, but I don't know if they're doing that with students. Yeah, I would guess no, no guest tickets, but uh, Jackson, if there was was an opportunity, you're a piece of shit for not getting us one. Yeah. But we love you. Um, Georgia Tech, can you come, like, give me a little bit of info about them? Because I haven't seen a single downplay by them this year. Well, part of that's because they played their first game since October last week. Gotcha. So, like, they had, like, two games in <laughs> – I think mean, they had a bye plus two games canceled or postponed. Um, but they beat they beat Duke last week pretty handily, like 56-33. Mm-hmm. I, um, I actually saw highlights of that. They have wins uh, over Louisville, Florida State, and Duke. So, you know, the powerhouses of <sighs> the conference. Of course. Um, but they also lost somehow to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I, you know, we almost did. We almost did. Wow. Um, But, I mean, they're still dealing with the fact that Paul Johnson recruited 100 running backs um, and didn't recruit anybody else offensively. Yep. You got to think when you recruit, you know, four quarterbacks that prefer to run over throw the ball. Um, But you know what? That's But a quarterback played pretty well last week. I think he's going to be the scary piece of their offense. Agreed. Agreed. it's not as a typical Georgia Tech offense that we're used to with Paul Johnson now that they have uh, Jeff Collins there. Uh, he threw for 100. I mean, he's still not throwing for, like, gaudy numbers. Threw for 146 yards last year, last week, three touchdowns, but also added 100 yards on the ground. So, I mean, he can – he can. We, we had a break from playing a running quarterback last week. Mm-hmm. We're going to get right back to it. But yep. I think this one is one of those classics where, just like in a Liberty game where you took away um, – uh, Malik Willis's ability to uh, to run the football. Yeah, it's got to be the game plan moving yep. forward with Georgia Tech. You can't let the quarterback beat you. Um, they've got a couple of. I mean, since obviously since they've recruited a hundred running backs, there's a couple of good ones. Um, reading on um, some of theirs, their top two guys are kind of questionable for this week. Uh, both went out against Duke, so it could be interesting at, at best to see what happens if they don't play. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we see Jamarius Griffin. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he's kind of been MIA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's your quick rundown. Their defense is trash. Yeah, no, no. I've never seen anything positive about their defense at all. But they can still run the football. I mean, you're, you're going to get that as part of their identity, I think, for the next few years. Um, Until maybe, Jeff Collins either – Converts them or gets fired. You know, one of the yeah, two. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Flip a coin. Yeah, um, did, you, uh, did you have time to get into uh, their alumni or message boards or anything? Uh, just their alumni. Uh, you know, normally I have a, uh, I have a, you know, I can pretty, pretty much a good scout of their alumni. I can read their Wikipedia page. Uh, so um, I think the number one for you was a gentleman by the name of Roman Reigns. Oh, I forgot about Roman Reigns. Played football there. I forgot about that. One of your favorite yeah. wrestlers of all time. I wouldn't go that far. Um, Is he a bad guy now? Yeah, he's a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah, that's yeah. a big turn, which yeah. that's, I think it's a good thing for him. It is a good thing for him. Um, he's kind of like on the quasi. Like, you cheer for him? Or yeah, he's kind of like, yeah. well, no, you definitely don't cheer for him. But, like, from a standpoint of whether or not he's a good or bad guy, he kind of plays the fence a little bit. I got gotcha. you. Uh Speaking of play the fence, the only other one I saw, and I don't know that he actually got his degree from here, um, is none, none other than America's favorite comedian, Jeff 
Foxworthy. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, Jeff Foxworthy man. has gone to, you know, started his career with, you know, you might be a redneck if, and then he hosted um, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Fifth Grader. I was going to yeah. say Third Grader. And, you know, I think he's written a couple books. I don't think he actually wrote them. He probably had them ghostwritten. But I wanted to. On cartalk.com, because this is one of my uh, first Google search results. Yep, cartalk.com. Um, I typed in the best you might be a redneck if jokes. And uh, I won't humor you with many of these because they all suck. But um, he made millions of dollars with these jokes. Um, Kent, you might be a redneck if... You own a home that is mobile and five cars that aren't. <laughs> that's, that's just terrible. Um, yeah, no, they get worse. Um, you might be a redneck if the Salvation Army declines your mattress. Ouch. And um, you're, you're just, just for the record, your Jeff Foxworthy redneck voice is pretty trash as well. It's not trash. <laughs> it's- I'm not yes, saying a country? No, nah, not at all. All right, let me try again. <clears throat> you might be a redneck if there are more than five McDonald's bags currently on the floorboard of your car. Still yeah. bad redneck voice? Yeah, that, that actually holds true to me sometimes during the, during the year. And you might be a redneck if you were a finance a tattoo, but I would finance a tattoo. Yeah, I just want to let you know that his comedy fucking sucks. And, yeah. Um, so does Georgia Tech. So, you got any um, got any tidbits on the forum slash I mean, prediction? Most of their stuff is a lot of optimism. To be honest with you, they think that we're trash, hmm. um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that we played so poorly, or I say poorly loosely. We won the last two games by a slim margin, right? Playing um, like shit both games. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, and they they look at the fact that. Uh, we didn't beat Duke as bad as they did, and they're playing the transitive properties games in there. Um, but, yeah, they think that they, they have a pretty good shot at winning. They think that we're about the same level as Louisville this year. Huh. Uh, which is interesting. State? State minus seven. State or minus thir- eight no, somewhere. Okay. Giving you. Yeah. State 30. Georgia Tech 21. Uh, no. Uh, State is going to beat the shit out of Georgia Tech, and it will be something in the 41 to 17 range. Okay. They're going to finally come back out of these last two games, and they're going to go out and get eight and three and get Dave Doran, the coach of the year, uh, solidified. I want that. We shall see. Uh, we will end tonight uh, here under an hour with our six-pack. Six-pack is where we kind of go off topic and get three answers each on a little bit of a fantasy draft. And ours tonight's a little different. Kent doesn't understand this one quite yet. But I don't have a clue what we're doing. No clue. Um, just because we're nearing the end of the season and kind of speaking of different things that we do, different beers that we're drinking. I've got a ranking that I've seen on Twitter of the best beers. And I'm going to show this to you, and you can pass it back to me. I'm going to give you the first answer. Okay. So I'm going to read them out the first time, and then you're going to tell me if you can also add a great beer to this list. So the first beer is the airport beer. Unmatched, right? Right before you take a flight, maybe you get laid over, the airport beer. The kitchen beer while she's getting ready. The hotel balcony 7 p.m. beer. The straight to the pub from work beer, bar or pub. Uh, the Sunday afternoon beer garden beer and the Friday before Christmas beer. So I'm going to show you those just to be sure. And I want you to add to this list because I think you've got a few in mind. So, I'm going to give you Some one. of those suck, by the way. What, the airport beer? No, the airport beer is one. That's one of my top five. Um, so, I would say um, the the shower beer. Damn it, you took one of mine. 
That's a staple. The shower yeah. beer. Tell me what you like about the shower beer. I mean, it's refreshing. You're, I mean, it's great. I mean, you can't really beat it. Yeah, it's normally uh, a, a pregame thing, but yeah. you know, you're doing that. You're getting clean. You're getting ready for the night, and mm-hmm. you you get to catch a little buzz from there. Mine is um, one that I don't know. I think you actually may be way more available for than I am because I've only done it once, and that is at the end of a ski session at the ski lodge. That's solid. That beer beside the fireplace. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That that is uh, probably my number one pick. Um. I like the uh, grilling meats beer. Ooh, so that's just a casual. Is that casual like a Wednesday night? You're like, it's about seven o'clock. And you're like, all right, well, let's fire up the beer. Five o'clock, but yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, you have a different time on than I yeah. do. But that's yeah. a good one. It's, it's just sit, sitting on the grill. You crack it. And yeah. All of a sudden, it's just something that you just cater with. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a little music out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good one. What about you? What you got? What did you can add? Mine is the one that will turn your Saturday just absolutely upside down. And that's that about 9.30, in your case a little earlier, it's that 9.30 a.m. Saturday tailgate beer when you have a noon kickoff. It's that 9.30 a.m. when it just hits different. Yeah, that's the last. If, if I'm picking a Saturday beer, which I'll make this one of my, one of my lists. Yeah, no, this is – all right, go ahead. Go ahead to so your list. So this is – this is not just a beer. This is the beer and a half that you're drinking or chugging while you're waiting to go through the metal. Detectors. So the 11:48, the 11, beer. Well, the 11:58 beer <laughs> as you're going into the noon game. You go in the games way earlier than that, so don't don't lie about that. But yeah, no, that. But that's you're a, chugging it right before you get to the metal. I don't, I don't like that one, man. I'm not I love a, it. I'm not it's a great. Chug. It's like gets me pumped up. No, I'm not a man. chug guy, so that's not that's not my thing yeah, at you're all. Not really into doing the shots. No, 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 no. I can't do those. Um, and I think the uh, the good one was that they said the Friday before Christmas beer. That that's that's kind of a weird one, but I like the one that we had uh, on Thanksgiving, and that's the one that's like. You've got your family coming over that are due there at twelve thirty. So, so you at nine thirty try to get drunk before they get there. About, <laughs> no, it's about ten forty five. You just give yourself that cutoff and you're like, Well, let me just crack this and it could be a shower beer then as yeah. well. And let me go and get a shower, get ready for these people coming over and uh, that that's that's a fun one. Do you have any bonus ones? I know you've got another one in your holster. You gotta get us to an hour. I'm lost, man. I'm trying to think of another good beer that um, that doesn't get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> another one that I have is uh, the rare times that it snows here in Raleigh. Yeah. That first, it's like you get a snow day off from work, and then all of a sudden it's 2.30 p.m., and you've got a, an inch, which is a lot in uh, Raleigh, uh, for snow, and just uh, going out there and just kind of – Mess around in the snow. Yeah, doing stupid stuff. Also, why is a why is that first like twelve p.m. beach beer? I thought that was going to be your answer. Well, that's that's kind of cliche, but yeah, uh, I mean, usually it's like ten a.m. beach beer um, for something like that. I mean, I would say a, a beer on a kayak is pretty awesome. Ooh, that's very underrated, especially if you can just take it in like a backpack and go to a, a public lake and. Well, I wouldn't do that. Oh, because that's probably illegal yeah probably so um can't you have any other thoughts vis-a-vis what's vis-a-vis mean uh you have to look that one up but um i just want to tell everyone that's listening i love you and uh kent has an outro song for us well it's just one more song for my man today because i feel like we've really done a poor job of of giving him what he needs as a as a nc state quarterback um so i want to give him the love and i want y'all to stay hungry Love you guys. Would you laugh? Oh, please tell me this. Now, would you die for the one you love? Hold me in your arms. In him, hero, baby. Did I sound like a I can be your hero, baby. <coughs> oh, sorry. I can kiss.
We love you guys.